Welcome to the How to Raise Money podcast for anyone who wants to raise other people's money for a business or property venture. Right now, there has never been more money on the planet and there has never been more opportunity. This podcast will help you put the two together. So, if you need money for your business or property proposals from banks, lenders, angels, whales or dragons, this is the podcast for you. So this is raising money from family and friends, right? Oh, we started. We've started. Thanks for giving. <laughs> thanks for letting me know. Sirens Hi. are going off hey. in the background. Hey. Hi, uh, this is Ray McLennan and Nigel Best, and this is the How to Raise Money podcast. We're now, back again. We're back again. We're doing a carpool karaoke version. Yeah, this is the car. The car sessions. We're sat in the car. Uh, it's the way. Well, it's the quickest way to get this done. Um, and this episode is about. Raising I mean, don't worry, don't worry. We're only doing about ninety-five down the outside lane. <laughs> You know, but you got to relax because we're both in the back seat <laughs> doing <laughs> this, <laughs> raising money from friends and family. Ooh, yeah. So now then, six now points. Then. We've got six points here. So, um, number one. Yeah, number one. Look, treat your friends and family properly, mm. with respect. Go into it as if you were going to uh, an institutional investor. You know, the bank, anything like that. Don't use your friendship or family connection to lessen the need to explain because my opinion is on this, that they will feel obliged mm. to either um, cut you short very quickly, depending on who they are, but to give you more time, more airtime to explain things and do things. And they might feel that you might have done something in the past. Um, they reciprocity isn't it that law yeah, yeah. where they feel that they owe you and they give you a bit more time and they give you a bit more encouragement than probably you should have please don't disrespect that go back do it properly so when you put it in front of them um you know it, it's all set up correctly a lot of people i think just go and say oh because i'm your son so you you really ought to give it to me yeah and they play on people's emotional heartstrings and i, I think that can be the wrong way to do it well, the way to approach it is, uh, like you say, treat them as if it, you were borrowing the money from a bank. Now, a bank will want a whole load of information. You have to give them the same sort of information that you would give. So, you know, tell them what the project is, what you're looking to do. Cover the Crest model. Right? Yeah. You, you, the credibility should already be there with you because they it's, know you. Your, your teeth are looking quite good at the moment, <laughs> but I think they could be improved. I have this. not done a deal behind <laughs> your back with Crest, I can assure you. Um, so credibility. Tell them what the return is they're going to get. Yep. Inform them of the exits. If there is security, you should offer it to them. They may want it, they may not, but you have to offer it anyway. And then obviously you should have the trust element there because you've known them anyway. So treat them exactly the same. Okay. Yeah. Number two is uh, be aware of their circumstances. Very important. Yeah. Um, Very we, important. We have, we've got a couple of lenders who, uh, they're, they're women and they have their own money they've done their own deals and things but they've just had children now that's an emotional time now i'm not saying that you shouldn't ask a friend or family just after they've had you know given birth but it's probably not the best time also if something else has happened in their life you know for example they've just moved house or there's been a death in the family or something like that a change job being made job. redundant yep. that's a change huge job. one someone has a pot of money from redundancy and yes. suddenly yes. people circle yeah um and that makes me very nervous because they are being aware of their circumstances is being aware of their vulnerability correct and if they have just lost their stability 
you appear like a knight in shining armor um, coming to save the day and, and can transform their life. Mm. And you're probably thinking of it as a very different proposition. Correct. Do you mind? I can't believe he's running his finger along all the surfaces in the car. I'm just taking seeing, the dust out of Seeing how much dust it is and then the staring at his finger, tutting and rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm delighted to say that there's, there's very little dust in it. Oh, actually. thank you. That's, oh, well, that's there's that one. Look at that one. Look at that one. Need to get the cleaners in. Right, okay. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> this is apt, this one. Don't jeopardise the friendship. Don't jeopardise the friendship. Indeed. What do you value more? Do you value a few quid and, and um, you know, taking a chance and, and possibly spoiling that and ruining a lifetime's family relationship mm. or friendship? Um, if that if that is you, then I'd say shame on you. Um, but, you know, think to yourself, all right, yes, it's, it could be an easy option to get the money this way, mm. but it is highly risky and I don't want it to go wrong and spoil what we've got. Yeah. I have heard people say that, you know, money and friendship, which one do you want the most? Because a, you're going to end up with, you're going to end up with, with one. one. Yeah. One only. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So uh, don't jeopardize. Okay. Number four is keep them uh, informed. Keep them informed as much as you can. Keep them informed. Um, and transparency has got to be there. Yeah. I, I mean, we talk about um, uh, earlier on, you know, treat them properly. So you've got to give that transparency of where you're at, what you're earning, um, where you, your income comes from, what the when we talk about the exits, how you're going to put all this together, but also the assets behind. Because you know, if if you happen to owe fifty grand to somebody else for something that went wrong earlier, mm. and you go to a friend and, and family, and you're sort of saying, "Oh, this is a great scheme," and they, uh, I just need fifty grand. You know, this is a this isn't right because is that the basis of a Ponzi scheme? You, yeah, somebody's taking yeah. the money out and you're trying to get it off people. And it, is it uh, you know? It's this transparency. Tell them what they're investing in, what the um, it could be the new business, what the venture is, what the property deal is, whatever it is. Keep them informed. It doesn't mean that they have to turn up if you're say refurbing something or doing something. Mm -hmm. You don't have to expect them to turn up every day and see on the ground what the builders are doing or something yeah. like that but it's at least keep them posted and say i need to draw down a bit of money because we're at this point can i have this we're at this point here are some photos this is it come Working down capital, have a site yeah. visit yeah. Okay. you know there's nothing wrong with doing that it's interesting you talk about the um the you know robbing peter to pay paul you were going to say i think yeah, um, and yeah. i saw it the other day as robbing peter to rob peter <laughs> robbing peter to rob paul yeah um, yeah yeah there's been a lot of uh, chatter in facebook communities and a lot of chatter in the community about about ponzi schemes um where you know people have set up property bonds there was a very famous one in london there that's gone to the wall 100 million was involved in it a lot of money um and, and the, the principle behind it the guy behind it, the reason it went down was for a variety of reasons, but also because he was basically, um, yeah, doing that, robbing Peter to rob Paul and then driving around in fancy sports cars and all sorts of things. Um, yeah, we're straying off, slightly straying off the topic here, but... Uh, but it is. Keep, but keep it's about it transparency. It's it, about it is. being it transparent. Is. Exactly. Because sometimes if you sort of were a bit evasive, put yourself in their shoes. If someone came up to you and said, oh, I want to invest in this business and it's going to do this, that and the other, and you sort of go, oh, tell me a little bit more. Well, you know, it's a bit of this and a bit of that. And it was all fairly mm. vague. Yeah. You know they are leveraging your friendship or family relationship to get something because 
can they justify at the moment? Well, it would appear that there isn't the info there yeah. to, to do it. And we, we've done due diligence on a previous episode, haven't we? We have, yeah. Um, and I've heard the phrase before, which is, uh, it's not personal, it's business. It's not, yeah. And I think you should be aware that if you ask friends or family and they turn around and say, well, look, that's fine. But I'm in business. When I make a business loan, this is how I want to do it. Yep. Treat them with the respect, as we say, and Indeed. do it Treat along those lines. Treat them properly with respect, including the paperwork, including yep. the contracts, including uh, allowing them to get legal advice and paying for that legal advice. Yep. You, know, you can put a limit on it, but uh, yeah, keep them informed. Okay. Yep. Number five is, if it goes wrong, let them know. Or if it looks like it's going to go wrong, let them know. Yeah. I mean, generally by phone with about 4,000 miles in between you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, again, I see this quite a lot. And uh, it's people will, developers will call us before they'll call the lender. They'll call us and say, look, we think there's going to be a delay. Because we, what we usually do is contact the developers who've, who've borrowed the money and then the, the exits and the, the settlement date is whatever it happens to be, the 30th of September. We will usually call them four weeks, five weeks before and say, look, there's a settlement date in, in four or five weeks' time. Are you going to be ready for it? And that's the point when they go, ah, not quite sure or whatever. Well, that is the point to inform the lender. So the same thing happens if it's family and friends. Treat them with the same respect. They won't yeah. like it. But it's far better to know with a bit of notice because they may be relying on getting that money back to do something else. Yep. Now at least you give them a bit of breathing space to either fix it or to forgive you. And just to say, well, okay, we, we were getting your money back because we were going to get a new car. We won't get a new car for a, a, another month or something. There's always uh, circumstances. You, like we go back to number two, you have to be aware of their circumstances. Yes, yeah, so a very important do you need this money when, you know, if yeah. they lend you 20 grand or something like that, yep. say, okay, is there a point in the next 12 months, 18 months that you will need this money back? And, and, yeah. and, and, and someone yeah. might say, yes, actually I do. I, it can't go in 15 months time. I've got this bill to pay. I've got to have this money back. Right. Okay. Now, yeah. you know, um, yeah, we've got one now actually with a, with a lender who's got a large capital gains tax bill. Now it has to be paid on the end of January. But right now, their money is out and working for them. But that money has to come back in January because they have that tax bill to pay. Now, if they don't pay it, there's going to be penalties on it. And you know the penalties are not going to be that onerous. But at the same time, they want to pay the bill. And the, the lenders have been left in no uncertain, uh, no uncertain terms, been told in no uncertain terms, that that's the, the repayment date. Yeah. So that's just about... I, I was um, going to say, one of the things as well, if, if it can go wrong, let them know. One of the key things, if say you've borrowed money for uh, a refurb or a flip or you're doing something up, um, when the valuer comes in, you can sometimes get a nasty shock as to what the valuer thinks the valuation should yep. be, uh -huh. which can lead to an element of, um, I know a lot of people want to do properties where they buy it, um, refurbish it and refinance it. And that refinancing gives all the money back. Yeah, There could be an element where you say, look, if the valuation doesn't come in, are you happy with getting 90% of your money back and me earning out the rest yep. through income or something yeah. like that? So that could be you're pre-framing what, um, what could go wrong mm -hmm. and a, a different exit on that. But the valuations, I mean, I've heard some. Um, I've heard of two where the valuations came in for an HMO and they valued them at nil. Nil? Nil. How can they value something <laughs> at nil? Because they said you've sort of bastardize this house to the extent that um, it's not a family home 
and the amount of works needed to restore it to a family home means that uh, we put a nil valuation on it. That is daft. Uh, I think that, yep. that yeah, I mean... It, it is. Yep. Clearly, the value of something is what someone's prepared to pay for it. Exactly. So, so you can't you can't put it on the val uh, no. put it on the market and say it's not worth anything. <laughs> not worth anything. You know, so come along no. and make us an offer. No. Um, so that that took longer to get a different valuer yeah. in to get something like that. No, but yeah, think. that's um, it's amazing how they've done it. So if if anyone else has been out there and they've heard of someone getting a nil valuation <laughs> for an HMO, I'd love to. Hear, uh, no, I'm not going to laugh at you. No, uh, I'm just curious to know what reasons they gave for that because yeah the reasons didn't stack up it's well, bricks yeah, and mortar yeah. it's I'm, the land it's on yeah they all have a value but they were they yeah. were sitting there i'm laughing at it because um, it's actually i'm i'm reminded of a, a yeah there's a developer came to us to raise money for a commercial conversion and he owned the building and wanted to convert it into apartments but at the moment the bank it had been repossessed by the bank but he, the way it was structured, he was still the owner of the building. But the bank had sold the debt on to you know the, this this other company, mm -hmm. and the other company had the building valued at nil <laughs> in in their own balance sheet. They were they were like, well, it's not worth anything, and it was something like, I mean, the building was worth some, you know, allegedly worth a couple of million quid, and they were owed five hundred grand or something by this guy, and uh, but they'd had it on their balance sheet as nothing. So he was saying to us, and he, he proved it because he was saying to us, well, look, they, they valued it in nothing. So anything I give them is going to be a bonus. And he was looking to us to try and provide him with the development finance. And he would, he would, but he would, it was a chicken and egg. He wanted to pay them off first, but he couldn't reach a deal with them. So we couldn't get them the, the development finance. But anyway, we're straight off topic. But uh, what we're we talking about <laughs> here, unlike oh, yeah, 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 it's unlike That's unlike us. raising money for family and friends. All right. So we've covered uh, treat them properly with respect. Yeah, be aware of their circumstances. Don't jeopardize the friendship. Keep them informed, so keep it all transparent. Number five, if it goes wrong, let them know. And number six is don't take advantage. Don't, now I'm saying it in those dulcet yeah, tones of don't I'm, I'm letting take, it sink don't in. take advantage because... There's a temptation to yeah, do Yeah, they it. will. Uh, you know, family and friends will find it difficult to say no. Some people will find it very difficult to say no just by virtue of you asking. So you have to watch the body language and you have to, you know, be sure, uh, give them a way out. You know, you're looking to raise money for your project, for your property. You can give them all the information, but they may still want to say no. And you have to respect that. That goes back to um, that goes back to number one, which is treating them properly and with respect. So don't take advantage. I mean, pretty much uh, if, if it's family, that can probably be the most unquestioned love there is out there. Mm. And people will do it. Because why else would, you know, you see people with uh, terrible addictions and, and being financed by their family because yeah. they, they love them and they hope they'll turn it around. Don't try and do that for, uh, you know, scatterbrain, harebrained, um, you know, <laughs> schemes. risky schemes uh, and what have you. All right. It's, but this time next year... Yep, we'll be uh, yep. Wayman. We'll be millionaires. Yeah, right. All right. right. All right. Hang on. Let's uh, let's just see if we've got another review in here because our reviews are we're up to fifty four five star reviews. Oh, you know, it, it's crazy. Almost one for every episode. Yeah. Um, here we go. Um, uh, right. This is uh, an interesting person. They've got a catchy name. LSR three two nine. Oh, there we go. Hi, so, LSR. Yeah. <laughs> I always wondered why I found it awkward to ask other individuals to invest in projects. On this podcast, Ray spoke about cultural beliefs 
and the impact it has on us growing up as children. That got really got me thinking. Thank you, guys. I know who that is. I know who that Do is. You? Yes, it's. Uh, well, I'm glad we could help. Yeah. No, I know who that is. I'm not going to yeah. name him because he hasn't put his own name on there, but I do know who that is. Oh, well, there you go. Thank you, first of all, for reviewing it. If anyone else would like to review it, um, we really appreciate it. We'll give you a shout out here. Uh, we'll read, uh, we'll get a chance to read some of these out. Uh, it's great fun seeing what you write. Um, you know, write anything. <laughs> we're just, we're so desperate for anyone to write to us. Aren't we? Write anything. Speak for yourself. <laughs> right, okay. we're desperate here. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's cut. But there cut, we go. Cut to the chase. So raising money from family and friends. We've covered we six go. things there. We've covered them. We've six. We didn't add again. We've this repeated. Is... That's twice we've done that. Twice. Right? I know. Okay. Uh, so thank you for listening. I've been Ray McLennan. I'm still Nigel Best. And you can get in touch with me at on Twitter at Ray underscore McLennan. Uh, email me, Nigel at Nigel T Best. Thank you very much for listening. Nigeltbest.com. Okay, thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the How to Raise Money podcast. It's made for people who want to raise money as debt or investment equity for their business or property proposal or empire. 